In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Welcome to the Man Card Podcast and our mission to build an army of men in the arena who are becoming the best version of themselves in changing their world. Males are born. Men are made. We're going to separate the men from the boys. A man is as a man does. We want to help you to become the best version of you. Theodore Roosevelt spoke about this rare breed saying, the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood. That's awesome. The man card belongs to those protecting integrity, fighting apathy, pursuing God passionately, leading courageously, and finishing strong. A man is as a man does. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army. We salute you. Guys, we honor you today because you are grinding it out in the stress bubble of life. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Man Card Podcast. Our goal of every episode is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless, worthless, male-dominated bleachers, and to call you up to the absolute best version of you because when a man gets it, everyone everyone wins. Hey, I'm Jim Ramos, and as you heard, I'm here with my two great friends, the mix master and doctor of sound, Dr. Pat George, and the always faithful co-host and the backbone of the MCP, Dale Culver. So, Dale, how are you doing with your man law today? Do you have one for me? I'm all over it. Yeah, check this one out. Never refuse to receive an apology. You may not receive friendship, but courtesy will require when an apology is offered that you accept it. So, can you put know, that in I'm your own sorry. words? Yeah. Can you like any sense. pull your head out of Google's butt and give <laughs> yeah. us it in your own words? All right, hold on. <laughs> Gosh, grab right. your ears, I man. Like, you uh, lost, grab your ears. Yeah, you lost me like at about. I'm the looking fourth at Pat word. going. That's not Dale Culver. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, tell it. Don't look I, at your computer. Tell me what you say. Tell it. All right. So, <laughs> if someone comes to you and apologizes, you are to receive Recently. that apology, but that doesn't mean you're homies. Okay, can I add to that? Because that is really, really good. The uh, way you put it is better than the way you yeah, wrote Yeah, so I'm going to accept your apology. That's great. But that doesn't mean we're going to hang out for pizza and beer. Well, I would. Can I, can I take it to the next level? Because that, I would say an apology means little to me, but forgiveness means everything to me. Mm-hmm. So I have to be in a position to receive somebody's forgiveness when they ask for it. Right. So I may, I may, if I, you know, I may, if, if, if somebody does me great harm, they may never come to me and ask for forgiveness. Yeah. 
but I need to be ready to receive it because if I don't receive it, I carry them around like baggage. And the thing about when we fail to forgive is the very people that we fail to forgive and refuse to forgive are the same people and the last people on this planet we want to have a part of our life. Right. So we used to talk about a lot, who owns you? If I fail to forgive or be ready to receive forgiveness, I'm owned by that person, an ex-wife, a child who went wayward, a boss who fired you, uh, your high school girlfriend who cheated on you, you know, that type of thing. So I love that. When you be ready to receive that that apology, when and you're hoping behind that apology is sincere forgiveness, right? right? right. But we don't know. It could be an apology. It means nothing to them. But we have to be ready because it's all about us being free, mm-hmm. free men. Right. Yes. What New Hampshire license plate? Live free or die. Yeah. So if I'm, I refuse to forgive, I don't live free. Okay. Hey, let's get. That was really good, Dale. The the Dale version was much better. Much. (laughs) You're welcome. Made more sense. It went from a good version to a best version. So, and that's what we're all about. So, sorry about the little call out. Pat. Pat was a little harsh, but but uh, (laughs) you know, Pat. Pat's a. (laughs) I forget. I love. Pure. Pat said he was like. Which Pat was it? Pat. (laughs) You said he was. Is it? Are you that guy in Seinfeld? The third person guy in Seinfeld? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Pat's pissed off. That was really nice. Pat said something mean. <laughs> you know, I've never seen an episode oh, there of Seinfeld. He's back. He's so back. I'm back. I've never. Pat's never, Pat's seen, never seen an episode of Seinfeld. Oh. <laughs> oh, you would really like it. It's a show about nothing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, well, that, anyway, I, I like it's, that. It's good. Hey, I want to get into the meat of the podcast. Our church is in the middle of a search committee, and uh, and we are looking for a new pastor. And I think we've got a guy, but we'll see what happens. But um, during our committee meetings and our interview process, these guys were saying some really good things. And one of the guys said something that I wrote down. It really impacted me. And I think that we have a problem. And we have are all of these men that fill the bleachers and seats of churches today that refuse to change and refuse to fight apathy and refuse to get in the game. It's like, what is where is the disconnect here? And, and I call this, it's not a leap of faith. It's a gap of faith. We spoke about uh, on several episodes back about this gap of integrity between who I am in the dark and who I portray in public. And I think there's a gap of faith with men, that there's this gap that men have not been able to move beyond. And you cannot become your best version in that, unless you're a passionate man of faith who's acting on your faith. You know, the Bible says um, it's one thing to be a hearer. You know, if you're a hearer of the word, you deceive yourselves, be a doer of the word. Do not be a hearer, be a doer. And so uh, I want to talk about four areas where we as men need to make some gap leaps in our faith. So uh, our faith, it really does kind of originate. It starts, I know there's some some philosophical argument here, but in our head, we have some kind of knowledge. We, we hear the message of the gospel. It goes into our head. And so we can know a lot about God, but really, do we know him personally? So for us to go from, we need to make that 18-inch journey from our head to our heart. So the first part is it starts in our head, but the gap is the distance between our head and our heart. And we need to move our faith from our head to our heart. And the Bible says, um, whoever is in Christ is a new creation. The old has gone. Behold, the new has come. When the new comes, that's coming because we've made the leap from cognitive assent to heartfelt conviction. Okay, guys. Now, listen. Here's the big. Here's the biggest gap of all. This is the problem between the anonymous, worthless. Yeah, I called you worthless. Nameless man in the bleachers. The difference between him and the guy in the arena is this: 
the guy in the arena has transferred his knowledge of God, his 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 um his learned knowledge to experiential knowledge of God in his heart, and then it's moved from his head to his heart to his hands. And he picks up the sword with his hands, and he picks up his kids, and he picks up his wife, and he, he carries the wedding ring, and he serves, and he sacrifices himself for others. If you have not made the leap of faith, if you have not journeyed from your head to your heart and now to your hands, so now we're in a heart to our hands, man, if you have not done that, you are anonymous, faceless, and nameless in your faith community. You have to get out and serve. The church should be filled with men who are serving, not males who are sitting. And the last leap, so that my knowledge of Christ has moved from my head to my heart in a relationship, from my heart to my hands in service and sacrifice, and from my hands to my hometown or city. In other words, not only are those in my immediate circle impacted when I get it, when a man gets it, everyone wins. When I get it, it, my faith moves from my head to my heart to my hands to my home town, and my community is impacted, no matter what they believe, is impacted by my faith. My faith will impact my hometown. It'll impact the gals who work at Starbucks in the barista line. It'll impact that guy at Lowe's who's ringing out my stuff. It'll impact that gal in Walmart whose car battery died. It'll impact that little kid playing soccer now because he's got a coach. It'll impact that homeless guy because now somebody, I just ran into a friend of ours, Pat, who had a homeless guy at his house. He's paying this homeless guy to work, and he's just hammering this guy with the gospel. Yeah, <laughs> so, so But his, his faith has moved to his hometown. So, guys, have you made the gap of faith? And I, we need to make that gap. We just need to make that gap, guys. So if you have not jumped that gap, you need to do it now. So guys, you've been listening to the Man Card Podcast. Changing your world is the toughest thing you've ever, you'll ever do. Becoming your best version is the biggest challenge in life. But we want to give you three simple steps, yet very difficult in your cha- world-changing journey. The first one is, guys, enlist. We have this is like a mountain climb, right? So at the bottom of this mountain is the word enlist. Get our free resources. Build a foundation. Our Great I Forgot app, uh, our, our Man Card podcast, the Men in the Arena closed Facebook forum for men. So you build a foundation. You you start down at the bottom of the mountain, and as you climb, you're going to invest. You're going to get your resources uh, involved and engaged in your personal growth. You're going to buy the Man Card book. You're going to buy our ba- bathroom book for men. You're going to buy our Man Card series stuff. You're going to buy Kenny Lux stuff. You're going to buy Rick Johnson stuff. You're going to invest your life in resources to make you your best version. The tip of the mountain, baby, the pinnacle of manhood is you at the top climbing, fighting, grinding it out, and at the end of the day, you are changing your world because you're involved in the causes you care about. You're championing your family. You're championing your community. You're championing your church. You're involved in the things you care about. So guys, men, join us in building an army of men in the arena who are becoming their best version and changing their world because as we say it every time, when a man gets it, everyone, everyone wins. wins. Feel the next, hey, until next time, guys, feel the wet sand of the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. And at the end of the day, people will call you. Amen. This is Dale Culver, and you've been listening to the Man Card Podcast. Has your man card been challenged today? If you hunger to be the best version of you, then join the thousands of men around the country on our closed Facebook forum called the Men in the Arena. 
This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of manhood. Also, make sure you ask about our newest equipping opportunity called the Man Card Weekend with the men in the arena. Let us inspire the men of your organization to become the best version of themselves today. And don't forget to purchase a copy of Jim's new book, The Man Card, Five Characteristics Separating Men from Boys. This is the best book out there that defines what a man is and does. In it, Jim combines his master storytelling abilities with his no-holds-barred style, distinguishing between men and boys. Do you want to keep your man card? Then pick up a copy of this life-changing book today. Simply go to the Great Hunt for God app or mancardpodcast.com and pick up a copy today. Thank you for listening to this episode, The Man Card Podcast. This is Dale Culver signing off. Until next time, join our army and become the best version of you. Get in the arena. Let the world feel the full weight of who you are. Grind it out. Be a man. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.